Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to BadlandsFood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey ho, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today. We have Sadie Katz coming on and we have a recording artist and actress, Aero, coming on. It's going to be a lot of fun. Before we say hi to everybody in the chat room, let's say hi to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. Did you know that our dog, Astro, smiles? He actually smiles. He he lifts his lips up and he shows his teeth like this. <laughs> he looks like me. I really could be his father. You are. Oh, I mean, his real father. Because <laughs> he's handsome. Look how handsome he is. He's a beautiful boy. He is. We're going to maybe meet Sadie Cass's dog today. She has a new puppy, and I'm sure she's going to put him on TV. I love it. So hope everybody's doing good. Let's talk to our chat room for a minute. Hey, everybody, what's up, chat room? We want to welcome all of you guys to the show today. We've got football player Boomer Mays, Pat Grant from Canada, B. Claudia from Germany, Teresa Sabin from Florida, Angela Joseph. Uh, is in Colorado. We want to say congratulations, Grandma. Congratulations to you, Grandma. Angela Joseph had a baby girl, granddaughter girl, girl yesterday. Little girly girl. And so it's wonderful. So congratulations. Backpack John is in the chat room. Um, 
I don't know. It went by. I don't know if I missed you guys. Like you have to type something. Oh, Don Hinton is there. Don, hope your your next surgery went well. Yes. And we're happy to see you that joining us. We are the Quackster twins. Yes, with our duck shirts. And and and, and Dave Hughes. Guess what? He's we, not there yet. No, but he he's on my Facebook all morning about Sadie, <laughs> messaging me. He's having a nervous breakdown because he's totally in love with Sadie Katz, and he thinks she's the sexiest thing in the world, and he cannot wait. To see Sadie on our show this morning. Oh, Cindy Lady Lake, too, is in hey, the chat Cindy, room. Hey, how Cindy, doing, how are buddy? you? We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, it's going to be a blast, and hope everybody's doing well. We're wearing our duck shirts. These are vintage. Yeah, they're different. You know, they look alike on TV, but they're not. Yeah, they're different. Mine is trimmed in seersucker, blue seersucker, and his is trimmed in blue cotton. But the ducks are the same. And these are one of a kind. And the buttons are different. My buttons are pearlized. His buttons are not. They're ivory. So they are not identical shirts they but, are different but they're vintage jimmy star shirts yeah, and jimmy only makes a one of a kind so we decided to because it's spring and, and easter and sunday easter is on sunday that we would wear our duckies and uh, i love my duck shirt i've worn it for years now no matter where i go people comment they all oh, love your duckies i said oh so cute it's also funny because um uh, if anybody paying attention, like the Mighty Ducks is my favorite kids movie series and the Mighty Ducks has been re-released on Disney Plus now. And so they're like redoing the Mighty Ducks. And so we're also wearing ducks for, in tribute to the Mighty Ducks because I freaking like love that's like my favorite Disney movie of all time. Next to Escape to Witch Mountain. <laughs> I don't have yeah, my my favorite Disney movie is Peter Pan. I love the cartoon. I remember when I saw it, I just fell so in love with it. And I decided that I was going to be Peter Pan and I would be. Uh, well, the, excuse the expression that I would be gay and never age. So oh, that's the, true. The, the gay I did, the never age I'm working on. <laughs> that's like funny. But it's a wonderful cartoon. Uh, and I remember the song. Da 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 la da 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 la da 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 da. I don't even remember. I remember yeah. Peter Pan though. The I cartoon. don't remember the lyrics, but I know the melody. Oh, she says watch time, but watch time watch is a watch time, you've worn before. I've worn but... this watch many times because the color coordinates it's my yellow shirt. And blue. It's a sartreuse yellow uh, band with a uh, sort of an uh, uh, aqua blue, ocean blue face, and it matches the shirt perfectly. I like to do that. I like to match wristwatches to shirts, and it's a 40, you know, uh, whatever, 40. Don says her granddaughter is named after Peter Pan. Her granddaughter's name is Wendy Faye. See that? Not a Peter Pan. That's funny. That is that is funny. Actually, you gotta like love it. It says you know, Teresa I, says you're never gonna age. Thank you, Teresa. I have a very nice story to tell you quickly. I named myself Russell after my best friend Jane Russell because I loved her since I was a kid. And then I was fortunate enough to be a dear friend of hers, a close, close buddy friend of hers for years until Jane passed. So everybody thinks that my name Russell is because of Jane, which is partly true. Now, my daughter Leslie went on that. Uh, what is it called? Will you go back? Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com. And the other one. And guess what my great grandmother's name was? Roselli. Roselli in English is Russell. Oh, there you go. So I just thought, isn't that fabulous? Had I known this, I would have called myself Roselli, Ron Roselli. But that might be a little too ethnic, too Italian. Anyway, the Russell is in, in honor of my darling, darling, uh, legendary departed friend, Jane Russell, who was absolutely one of the kindest, sweetest, nicest people I have ever met in my life. 
So also we want to tell everybody. So also I, beautiful. I'm sure all you guys are totally like bored. Like you're stuck watching TV every night. We've been watching TV every night. We've seen like everything. So now we're watching like all these old movies. But we watched a good old movie last night. And it was called The Bedroom Window. And it's from like 1988 or something. And it's uh, Steve Gutenberg. And Elizabeth McGovern, right? McGovern. And it was actually a good thriller film. We had a really good time. So if you guys have nothing to do, look it up. It's either on Am- I think it, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's got an exciting ending. It's really a very, very. Uh, I enjoyed it. I've seen it before. I remembered some parts of it, but not all of it. But I enjoyed it twice. Yeah, and if you guys are watching anything cool, let me know. I'm almost done with the last season of River Riverdale. I love Riverdale, and uh, and the boys. I'm watching the boys. Um, and Ron has a great tan. Yes, you went to the pool. Yeah, I I overdid it. I think I've gotten too much. You know, I I darken very easily uh, being Italian. You know, we don't really need sunshine. All we need is olive oil and stand in front of a stove and cook and we become tan. So I I just I think I damaged some skin. I'm not happy with my darkness. You see, I don't turn pink or red. I go black. My my skin just automatically gets uh, like chocolate. And that's uh, damaging your skin and making wrinkles. So I'm going to lay out of the, I'm not going to lay, I'm going to lay off going and laying out for a while, but it looks good. I mean, it makes you look healthy. I look like a surfer, an old, like a, like a, a 90,000 year old surfer. That's funny. So, so Grant, Pat Grant's in Canada. She's like, pool, we have so much snow. It's not even funny. <laughs> I know, my, my poor but you know what? You guys are so used to it. I would die. If I had that kind of weather, but you, you were raised in it. You lived in it Uh, to you. It's commonplace. That's so funny. And Boomer says download Tubi, which we've been watching Tubi too, you guys. If you download Tubi, T-U-B-I, it's an app and it's yeah, free. Yeah, we like Tubi. And then you can see like all the old movies. They have commercials in them, but they're like not not overbearing commercials, so it's pretty good. And they're like two seconds long. But getting back to weather, weather is also inducive to your background. I'm 100% Italian, Greek, uh, some Israeli, you know, whatever. Not Not really. What's it called? Palestinian. Uh Jeans and we like sunshine and darkness. I mean, to get dark and we like sun and warmth. But people that are Dutch, Swedish, or Norwegian, German, they can tolerate the snow and the cold because their eyes are blue or green for the snow. Dark eyed people cannot tolerate snow because the glare goes in too deep. But if you're light eyed, it reflects the snow. So nature made it that where we lived. We were um, designed. We were designed for where we live. Now we're in Palm Springs, and I understand next week it's going to be 99 degrees, almost 100 degrees. Hey, it's too early in the year for that. We don't want it now. Then we're going to drop dead when it goes to 120. Actually, Pat says she's leaving there soon. She's in Ontario, but they're leaving. She's leaving it soon. It's too cold. I love she sent Ontario. me pictures. She sent Ontario's me pictures in Twitter of all the snow. She yeah, couldn't... but Ontario's. I've been up. We, you know, living in New York, Ontario was our neighbor, and like I said, we used to go to all the gay bars up there because they had the cutest guys in the world in Ontario. And when the guys heard that you were from New York City, oh my God, you were a celebrity. <laughs> no, they used to, the world would go out. You see that tall one with the black hair? He's from New York. Well, they would come running over to meet me and talk to me. Oh, you're from New York City? Like we were the big city slickers. And of course, with my New York Brooklyn accent, they were fascinated. 
You gotta like love it. I love Ontario. I think I, love I don't. Canada. I've never been to Canada. Oh, I love one place gonna, I haven't been. We'll, we're gonna go when we go back east for the summer. Uh, we're gonna go to. I love Canada. Canada is the most beautiful country. Uh, so Pat says she's going back to Ontario, but right now she's in a place called Labrador, and it gets really, really freezing oh, cold there. Labrador, screw you, Labrador. What are you out of your mind? <laughs> they Lab- don't even use cars. They use no, snowmobiles. <laughs> Labrador is like up in the Arctic somewhere. It's yeah, a, it's above Canada. Labrador is like forget it. That's like oh my god. That's like when you're like in those places where like the thing movie takes place and the yeah. monster comes and gets you and you I can't mean, get out because of the snow. If they ever sent me to Labrador, I would really like tell myself I don't know what I would do to myself, but I would sneak back into the warmth. Bees and Bond. Labrador. Ugh. Bees and Bond, and she says it's green in spring. Yes. Teresa says she loves the heat. Teresa, and she's in Florida, so that's good. Right. And Don says she's in Bakersfield. It's 86. That's nice. 86 nice. is nice. Bakersfield is very pretty. Bakersfield is up and coming, you know. I remember 40, 50 years ago, it was such a hick town. The bus didn't even stop there. Now, uh, I was on Bakersfield about a year or two ago, and it really is changing. It's getting to be quite a metropolitan. That's where we first met Sadie in person, not not on our show. She had been on our show a zillion on the, times. On the on the shoot. We were on that Yeah, shoot. we were on a shoot. What was it? Felicity? Rose, Felissa Rose, and Caroline Williams, and Dave Sheridan and were making movie a movie. Called, it's coming out this month. Something Rose. No, they changed the name though. Killer Rose. It was called Killer Rose. They changed the name, and, and I don't know. I forgot. But Dave told us when he was on. Dave who? Dave Sheridan. Oh, told us the name. Yeah, he's the star of it. Him. And I know he's Felissa. And, I love Dave Sheridan. One of the nicest people in the world. I'm going to act with him again. I can't wait to go to work with Dave. He's really a, a gem of a guy and a, a super, super comedian and a great actor. That's where we met, though, Felissa Rose the first time, right. Dave Sheridan the first time, and Sadie. Sadie Katz the first time. We had known them all because they had been on our show, but we had never actually met them. Met and I them. never knew who Sadie Katz was. And I'm sitting at the bar where they're shooting and I'm talking to Sadie. And I happened to mention my daughter and she said, oh, do you have a picture of them? And I said, sure, I do. And I showed Sadie pictures of my two daughters and Sadie jumped off the bar stool screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God, I know her. She's my friend. And that was Deirdre. <laughs> Deirdre and Sadie used to hang out years ago up in Beverly Hills with all the swells. I think Deirdre was friends with Joaquin Phoenix at the time. And they used to go to what's her name's house? Um, The Barrymore girl. Yeah, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore's and hang out. So, you know, they know each other forever. So also we want to welcome world. uh, We want to welcome the scene snobs channel has joined us. I think that might be Mick uh, Manhattan. But the scene snobs. What's up? Welcome to the show, you guys. Hey, boys. Um, How's it going? Everything is good. And uh, Angela is totally like running around in there. So, Angela, we're super happy that you have a new granddaughter to right. go with your all your other many, many, many your, your kids and grandchildren. Tri- I say tribe. She has a tribe there, a, a pleasant tribe, a happy tribe, a fun tribe. Oh, yeah, they're, absolutely. They're, she's got that woman has a family. Okay, she could do. And one of her sons, I think, got his passed his driver's test the other day. Good for him. The only thing is, I'm, I'm only unhappy that in California they've made marijuana legal. They and, made it illegal in New York today. Oh, they did. Yeah. Well, we've had so many collisions out here now due to marijuana. Uh, our car accidents have really increased tremendously, especially even in Palm Springs on 10, which is our highway. And uh, one of the policemen that we know said it was due to the people smoking grass 
and they, you know, it's like drinking. When you're high on grass, you're high on liquor. But they arrest you if you're high on liquor, but they don't arrest you if you're high on pot. Uh, I think pot smoking should be done in your home or at a party. And then, you know, clean up sober up before you get before behind the wheel. The same as drinking. I don't say pot is not to, you don't have to, you know, pot is fun, but not when you drive because so many people are being uh, killed with head on collisions. And uh, I, I think it's a uh, listen, people were smoking pot before they made the law. At least it keeps people from going to jail because they have an ounce of grass on them, which is ridiculous. We want to also give a shout out to Cambria Carpenter joined us. Hello. Hello. And uh, who is that? Cambria Carpenter. I don't know her. She's in our chat room every week. Did you know her? Yeah. We've you never her? met her. No, we've oh, never met her. Well, Hi, maybe, Cambria. Maybe we'll meet you one day, Cambria. There you go. You got to like love it. So Sadie should be calling now. Where is that girl? I don't know where she is, but she should be coming, hopefully. And, uh, uh, oh, wait, wait, Ron's, oh, wait, what did it say? Ron's almost smiling. <laughs> what? Ron's almost daughter, <laughs> Sadie Katz. <laughs> My make-believe daughter, Sadie. Look, that's what she wrote. Rose, Ron's almost daughter, Sadie Katz. It's true. Look, she's got the sisters out. She did that. <laughs> you know, Dave Hughes just fainted. And he's not there. I can't believe he missed that. No, no. Dave Hughes is going to watch it on YouTube because Dave Hughes right now is live somewhere on a show. You gotta like love yeah, it. Yeah, Dave Hughes is, is on a show right now, so he can't be here. You know, Dave Hughes is madly in love with you, thinks you're the sexiest woman in the world, and he's crazy about you. Out of all the girls, you're the one. So give a shout-out to Dave Hughes. Wait, we got to welcome her. Hey, Dave Hughes. Um, I think my mic's a little high. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Look at I her sound like the voice of God. <laughs> to know her is to love Satan, I should say. Can oh you guys hear me okay now? Turn it down a little bit. It's Whoa. really loud. You're really loud. It's so loud. Hold on. That's better. That's better. That's natural now. Before you sounded like a frog. <laughs> Oh, now she disappeared. Now we can't now hear you we at all. Now we can't hear you at all. Oh, can, now we hear you. Can now you hear me now? Yes, we now it went loud again. Can you hear me again? I guess. It's a little bit loud. Speak. It says that your mic is a little bit high. Speak, my dear. Well, I'm turning off my mic. Oh. How, how do you like me now? Now it's we good. always like you. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Is it better? See, I tried to frame my boobs in the picture, but... <laughs> you know, I didn't realize that you had such a big rack. I always thought you like were like little sized. And now well, I'm looking. You got big boobs. Well, you know what? I don't wear a bra ever. So like I don't have now I wore my cleavage dress just for you guys. I figured. Now Dave Hughes, Dave Hughes Seriously, Dave Hughes is having a nervous breakdown. Except for he's not there. No, he will be. Dave said he'll watch it on YouTube. He, unfortunately he can't come in because Dave is doing a TV show somewhere live. He invited me to go in live and I said I can't. We're on the air in twenty minutes. So Sadie, the man of your So on, let's do an intro. Well, wait a minute. The man that loves you the most in the world besides Miles and me and me and Jimmy is Dave Hughes. <laughs> All right, everybody. We want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, actress, producer, writer, and now host of the Partial Nudity Podcast. We have Sadie Katz. Hello and welcome to the show. Ah, I love this intro. I, I love- <laughs> 
I'm that sounds like a lot of work and I'm already really tired from it. I can just be an actress. Can I I say something? Because, you know, I never say anything that's not true. I'm very outspoken. Shocks people sometimes. But Sadie Katz is probably no, I don't say probably Sadie Katz is definitely one of the kindest, sweetest, most loving people I know in the world. And I absolutely adore her. And she knows that I'm going to cry. No, really, I love you so much, Sadie. I honestly do. I feel that I was related to you in a past life because the love I have for you is not a man to woman love. It's a dad to a daughter or a brother to a sister love. I don't know what it is, but I just feel in my heart such a love for you. And, and, and I admire you. I love your work. I love working with you. I love being in your company. I enjoy your voice, your pretty face, your sweetness, your affection. And I love when you wish me to live to be 180. <laughs> that makes me so. And you, you said to me, promise you won't die soon. <laughs> I can't promise that, but I'll try. 180. That's your goal. I like love it. <laughs> So wait, we have a wait. We have a chat room full of people. So first of all, you have to like because a lot of these people are here. I love you too, Ron, and you know that, and I love Jimmy. And I'm coming to Palm Springs to see you guys very soon. Okay, hi chat room. Let's say 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 hi to Don Hinton because she just had neck surgery and she's like Um, become a big fan of yours. And we have Don. Say Teresa and and B Claudia are in there. I love you guys so much. Oh, and Pat, oh, we have a lot, a big chat room. A lot of people are in there, so say hi. But Don, Don had neck surgery. Oh, and you got to say, um, say hi to Angela, who just had a granddaughter yesterday. Oh my God, that's the best. <laughs> and, and Angela's going to migrate. And but, uh, Angela. Angela's going to breastfeed the child for the next 30 years because <laughs> Angela's boobs have about 30 years worth of milk in them. Oh <laughs> talk about big boobs. You got to see Angie baby's boobs. Jesus. They're huge. She and, and, and Eileen Shapiro, I think we should have a tit contest. Well, I want to be invited. Angela says, shut up, Ron. Who said that? Angela says, shut up, Ron. How's my son, Miles? Oh, gosh. You know, he's on the phone right now. He has a really weird gig right now. I don't know how much I can say, but he's basically doing a true crime show. Are you guys getting feedback or am I okay? No, you're okay. You're fine. Okay. So he's doing a true crime show in Alaska. And he has to call up people who had family members involved in these crimes. So I watched his last one that was, was on. Was we really, watched the last it one. Really, it was awesome. It spooked me out. It was awesome. <laughs> no, I didn't think it, I didn't think it was awesome. I just thought it was frightening as all hell. I don't like that kind of stuff. I like yeah, he doesn't know, like it. I, I like, like it. I like like fantasy shit. You know, like Cinderella, Cinderella stuff. I like romance, love stories. Everybody's happy. Everybody's rich. Everybody wears beautiful clothes. I like that kind of shit. When I was in I high, like reality. When I was in high school, I worked in a movie theater behind the concession stand, and while the movie was on, you know, like we would do our homework, whatever. And I read all the serial killer books, like Ted Bundy, Marilyn. My, uh, I mean, Charles Manson. Like I read all the like serial killer books. Did I never- Why do you think that? It, like my son is like fascinated by that and I took him to the Museum of Death in Hollywood and he wanted this shirt with like all the serial killers. Oh, it's awful. And I was... 
What about the victims, though? I mean, oh, no, I think it's terrible. I don't I, I'm not fascinated. With, I mean, I'm fascinated with them just because I think I don't understand how people can do things. It's like glorifying. It's, it's, it's like one well. of my favorite TV shows is uh, uh, that one with Joe Montana. Uh, what's that show, you guys? Joe Montana. Montana, whatever you guys that show it's been on for a bazillion years where it's like anyway, the profilers they're like the profilers and they profile to find the murderers now i forgot the name of the show the bottom line is you should not glorify these insane bastards and make them out to be superheroes because it only encourages other lunatics to follow in their footsteps so i say well my no 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 <laughs> Well, Miles is doing a show that's more about the the victims getting justice, and yes. so it's not exploitive. Thank God. I would have no, a like that. His, no, I his watched, first one was I watched, fabulous. I watched Miles' show about the guy. What's his name that jumped out of the airplane with the money? And oh, I loved it. Cooper. I loved that show. I thought it was fabulous. It's very interesting. I love. Oh, Miles. it's called Criminal Minds, you guys. That's yeah, it. Thank me- you, no, Scene Snobs. Meanwhile, listen up. If L- Miles gets off the phone, tell him I need a line producer. He was supposed to ask somebody for me, and he didn't. <laughs> okay, so, okay, I now, will. Now I'm going to embarrass him with five million people hearing this shit. <laughs> That's okay. I so producers are different than like unscripted to scripted are are vastly different. Totally different. We actually uh, sent it out to to Stacy Toy to look at. Do you know Stacy Toy? I don't think you do because she was on the show last week, and I told her I wanted to introduce you guys because you would love each other. And we have a new yeah. line. If, if, you know, I haven't heard back from Laney. Laney broke a leg, so okay. Laney. Oh yeah, she tripped. She was going. To, she went to Connie Stevens' house for a party, and walking out of the garden, she walked on the lawn and she broke. And she broke a leg that she broke before, so she's kind of out of it for a while. And I'm waiting for her to get back to me if she's going to do my movie. If not, we have Susan Sarandon lined up. We have uh, Jenny uh, Berlin lined up. Quite a few big actresses that could pull it off. And I did on Facebook. You know, give me suggestions. So somebody said Barbara Streisand. Oh my God! I said, "Yeah, sure, right." She's like, "She's gonna do my movie," and also, Lainey would die because Lainey and Barbara Streisand dislike each other intensely, and that would be terrible to replace. Why did they dislike each other? How did that happen? Because Lainey was the understudy in Funny Girl. And Barbara said she would never, never not make a performance. And one performance, Barbara got laryngitis really bad where she couldn't sing. So they said, Lainey, you're going on tonight in Funny Girl, the lead. So somehow Lainey called her mother and told her, and her mother, possibly in excitement, told one of the Yentas in the building. Well, anyway, it traveled through the world in two seconds, and the media was there, every press and everybody was there. And when Barbara Streisand heard that, she went on. So Lainey couldn't go on. So Lainey couldn't go on. And Lainey (laughs) felt like a schmuck because all of these uh, people are there to see her. They came to see her and the press. And they never really spoke again. Oh, my God. It's a true story. Lainey has said this on many interviews. I'm not uh, telling a tale that's not true. You know, I know know Lainey. I know Lainey better. Did you like, do you think that was the, the situation? Lainey 
Kazan has a far better voice than Barbara Streisand, but it's a different voice. Uh, Barbara's got a wonderful Broadway voice. She's the best in Broadway. Oh, wait a sec- but wait a second. Lainey Kazan in the nightclub. You, next time she's playing here at one of our clubs, you're coming. You will sit there in fascination. The woman can sing jazz like nobody else. Lainey is famous for singing for years. Not an actress. She was a nightclub performer. So hang on real quick. So so we just had Dave Hughes joined us in the chat room. It says, hello, is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. So Sadie, give him a hello. Oh, hello. Thank you so much for always being so nice to me. And I mean, what else can I say? I, I keep... No, just give him a chest smile. I was just going to say. <laughs> He's dead. He's gone. He says he's on his way to a better place. <laughs> I told Miles I was going to do that. I said, but I'm just going to open the show. I, knew, I never quite, for, for getting my boobs done, I never quite show them off the way I thought. No, but, you know, when I do come on your show, the title of the show will be Breast Implants Why? I'm not, say, I'm not saying anything any further. I want to discuss why <laughs> women put in breast implants. I'm because, because they show them to everyone. And if a man makes a comment, they smack him and call him a dirty pig. And my and look up here. My eyes are up here, not down there. So why do you put those friggin' balloons in if you don't want guys to drool? I don't get it. Anyway, I'm saving that for your show. <laughs> tonight. Let's do it tonight. No, I'm saving it for your show. I mean, I'm coming. Oh, no, she's saying she said she'll do one tonight. She'll record one. Oh, with tonight. You tonight we'll do it. We'll do. I'll do your show tonight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think it'll be a lot of fun because it's a question that I've discussed with a lot of straight guys, even your future husband to be soon. I hope. I wish. I pray. Miles, he's agreed with me. He said, you're right. They hang them out. They're hot. You look at them, you get a hard on. And then if you smile and notice a chest, she turns around and says, you filthy pig. So, so Dave says, oh, my uh, effing God. And Teresa says, Dave, wet his pants. Oh, he did, he did more than, <laughs> Isn't Teresa the coolest? He did more than wet his pants. He did more than that, Teresa. Anyway, you're his favorite in the world, so that's quite a compliment because my feelings are. We get a lot of hot girls. Another, you know, people are think I'm full of shit, but I'm really not. You know, I got to say something. I hope I don't offend all my other friends with big tits. Um, You're not vulgar. You don't display your boobs in any way that I find they're cheesy, X-rated, or sleazy. You're every bit Carol Lombard, the silent movie star, the 30s movie star. You have that class, that style, and your boobs are just there, but you never look vulgar. As some women, they try so hard to be Audrey Hepburn with big tits, and they can't. Yeah, they well, look vul- they look vulgar. They just look cheesy. You, you know, know what, you know, wait, hang on, hang on. You know two of them were at your birthday party, so you know who I'm talking about. I won't give names. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> uh, first of all, you guys are wearing matching rubber ducky shirts. Did you guys already talk about that in the pre-show? We just talked about these are vintage Jimmy Starr shirts. They're they are totally matching, but they do have the same ducks on prints they're on them. They're over twenty years old. They're like shirts. They're, they're some of the first shirts I made as Jimmy Starr. I wear this one all the time and get compliments as I explained before. They're and not it's identical. Easter. Jimmy does not do identical shirts the right. duck the ducks are identical but my trim is striped seersucker and his is just plain blue cotton so they are and different. easter is sunday 
I know. Right? And Disney Plus just relaunched the Mighty Ducks, which is my favorite kids franchise of movies. Is oh, the Mighty Ducks? They're gonna they, uh, it. they already did. They just released the first season. Now I want to talk about your show because I'm not permitted to do it on Facebook because certain people get pissed off that I only talk about my friends that I like and I don't talk about everybody else. They don't realize that when I do publicity for five million people, I should get paid for it. Not my friends. I'm just saying to the strangers that don't know me. If look, if you're my best friend, of course I'm going to talk about you. But if I don't know you. I'm not going to give you a plug to five million people. What do you do for me? You don't even give me a like on my fucking page when I say something. <laughs> yeah, so, that make you mad when, when you're like, these people uh, go, oh, you're my favorite person. And then when you talk about that, you're doing a movie, you have so oh. many comments and likes. But if you're like talking about real stuff going on, three people like it, you're like, where are Aren't you guys like, don't you have an opinion? I'm not talking about just, no. politics. I'm talking about like, we wake up every day and Miles does Ron's, <laughs> Ron's accent. He says, so today, <laughs> I was just thinking about boobs the other day. <laughs> Miles does it better than me. No, on tonight's show, I will explain to our your audience that, Gay men are fascinated by breasts as well. Don't talk about it. No, now. I'm just giving. I'm giving. I'm giving teasers. These are teasers. And tune in tonight on Sadie Katz's show. What is it called? Naked Partial Nudity live. Podcast. What is your show? It's called? not live. She records it and then puts it out. Oh, what is your show called? Partial, Partial Nudity, Nudity Podcast. podcast. Okay, anyway, so tell us. Wait, wait, I want to get back to my point that I'm going to get off. You could talk. So everybody yeah, out right. there, that, no, shut up. Everybody out there that says, "Oh, you promote this one, you promote that one," but you don't promote me forget about it i'm just promoting my friends so now i don't promote anybody on facebook but i'm promoting sadie now because she's on our show so screw you we're allowed so tell us okay first of all okay partial nudity podcast first of all you had a post the other day that you wrote on facebook and it was like about all the different things and that how difficult it actually is to do a podcast and not everybody can do it and number one i want to give you kudos for Go, take undertaking it and yours looks very professional and really really good number one number two everybody else that comes out with a show copies our show you're like one of the only people who came out with the show and it's all totally nothing like anybody else's show nobody you're not copying anybody you came up with your own idea um the show's fabulous Oh. Everybody, everybody, you can subscribe to her YouTube channel. It's Partial Nudity Podcast. All you got to do is put in Partial Nudity Co Podcast and Sadie Katz, and it'll come up on YouTube. Subscribe to her channel, and then she's also on all the like, Apple Podcasts now. Where else are you? Uh, I, I'm on, like, uh, Podbean, iHeartRadio, um, Google Podcast. Um, Google you Play. Know, I just want to say one of the things is I didn't want to do – I knew that it wouldn't be fair and I wouldn't be as good doing like your guys' show. I didn't want it to be a show about actors because there were so many people already doing it. A lot of people were like, well, why aren't you doing a horror thing? And I said, well, because that's not all I'm about. And I have so many friends who do that for years for me to come out and say, hey, guys, I'm going to do this. And I, I just thought that would be really unfair. But. I have to say kudos because I cannot believe 
I, I haven't gone live yet because I don't feel comfortable enough to do that. But I cannot believe how hard it is to engineer it, to get on all those websites, to do, you know, due diligence of how, you know, what you're going to look like and your themes. And it's a lot. It's I'm like in awe of you guys because now I go, oh, this isn't just like a you pop on for one hour and you go. I'm on it 10 years and it took 10 years of learning and training all of the people that are copying our show I'm very sorry to say many of them have left because they couldn't do it they couldn't get the guests they didn't have the fun the laughter they were too boring they look like shit they dressed in sweatshirts and beards and look horrible well the women look like I don't know what so nobody's interested our show is a very different, it's a variety show. We bring on everybody. Right. Jimmy's Jimmy's the straight guy. He keeps the show together. He keeps it seamed. I'm the wacko job that goes all over the place and is funny. The team is incredible. We're like uh, Gracie and, and, and George Burns or uh, Fat and Albert and Costello. You know, we're a team. <laughs> and, and the magic is here. Many have tried being team and they don't work. You, know- you wait, hang on. Not done. You as a solo are intriguing because you're another one that's off the wall. We never know what you're going to say. And you say it with honesty and from your heart. And I think when you speak from your heart, your audiences love you so much. They appreciate that you're not theater. You're You're not reading a script. You're not bullshitting. You're saying what you feel. And that's what I do. I mean, I offend many, but I don't mean to. I just tell the truth. It's so funny because oh, they're laughing. Teresa Saban wrote, Jimmy's the straight guy, right? Ha, ha, ha. No, 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 Jimmy's a big fairy. He only wants, <laughs> he only wants pink ballet slippers and he wants to do Swan Lake before he dies. It's so funny. But also, Teresa wrote, you say the things that like you talk, tackle subjects nobody else will tackle. And I have to say, because, you because know, I don't give a shit. You know, Ron and I go on a lot of as guests on a lot of podcasts. And really, I mean, there's two shows that we've had. a We had a blast. on. Well, one of the shows, three I shows, Man- actually. I love Manhattan. So, uh, yeah, make Manhattan. So the scene snobs is one of the best podcasts out I there. Lo- and so that. is the freaking awesome podcast and now eileen has a a grandson who started a show and ron and i have both done it and believe it or not like he got i think he got like six seven thousand views you know on it he's 12 years old made me look like i was 12 and he was 30 or 40 (laughs) i cast about that's adorable he doesn't he just does an interview show and it's called good times with gabe and his name is gabe and he's been interviewing all these famous musicians and he had ron and i on you have have to go on uh, yeah we have to get you on it because you it's it's really cute because he's 12 but he's like a 40 year old 12 year old He's 12, oh but he God. talks like a 40-year-old. So much fun. Ron, Ron made a comment while he was on it that said, you know, I, I, now that I'm older, I, like, I became shorter. I'm not as tall as I used to be. And he's like, that's because, you know, your, your age and the way your bones grow and all this so, stuff. And he's telling us all this shit. And I was like. So now <laughs> I, I think it's a kid show, right? So I like a schmuck put on my Howdy Doody shirt that Jimmy made for me. It's a big Howdy Doody thing. And I started to sing, it's Howdy Doody time, it's Howdy. And he doesn't even know what that is. he looked at me like I was from another planet. (laughs) And I said, hi, kids, it's Howdy Doody. And he just kept looking at me like, well, you know, I understand that you like to do Zelda. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, mean, I do play Zelda. And he told me, oh, I, he said, I've won it several times. And here's what to do. And he went into this technical shit about, I mean, the kid's amazing. Anyway, do the show. Now I want to hear more about your So show. tell us, first of all, I want to know, how did you finally come out with, decide to determine, because you had all those polls, what your name should be of the show. And originally you were going to maybe do it with somebody, and then you decided to do it by yourself. So how did you come up with partial nudity? Tell us, like, the thinking. Well, I wanted to do token white girl. I don't want to get Ron riled up. <laughs> People were like, that's going to. No, be- not at all. What's <laughs> his name? Rufus is Audira's friend, and his nickname is Token Black Actor. And he loves it. <laughs> he writes me on Facebook. I and he love does, Rufus. He does Token, Token. So now yeah. Rufus is, and I love Rufus. He's in our movie, you know, the one right. that we're doing. And I love Rufus. And he's our token. Well, <laughs> Joke. I, I think. And so I, I decided not to do that. And then there, I won't name this other podcaster that I really adore. And so I said, let's do, I was trying to think what is like, I know I'm known for it's kind of racy, um, but, but it's, you know, people have to understand, like, I'm not, I'm not naked. Darian, right. right. But I did want to tell like the truth and get people doing it so i'm like okay partial nudity and then i had a picture with my big old ass and i was like that's going to be the logo and then i did six rehearsals with another co-host who was gonna be my engineer and she was game to go i'm gonna talk some real smack without using her name so we did about eight hours of rehearsals and set it all up and then the day before we were gonna do our first show i mailed her a brick wall because you know Yes. A backdrop. So I mailed her her brick wall. She's in Texas. The next day we're supposed to go. And I thought that this girl was like the least flaky, super intelligent. She's like Jeopardy intelligent. She had experience. And she texts me and says, I can't, uh, I'm going to be too busy. Fine. I'm like, it's better I know now. Yes. The next day, tell me if this isn't crazy. The next day on Instagram. She started her own show. No, no. She put a a picture, a selfie with the brick wall behind her. Then she post made that her profile pic. And I was like, I mean, it's it's a weird thing, but I thought that's such a strange. Yeah, I, I know who she is. You know what I'm talking about? So I just thought that was very odd. And she never talked to me and said, and the thing was, I had nothing but massive respect because I thought that she would bring like a a little bit of like a gravity or edge. And then I went, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do the show myself and talk about. Now, here's. Oh, I have a question for you guys. I'm interrupting myself. I tend to do, as you guys know. I I want to do. I wanted to do some shows with a guest, which you you know, and then I'm talking to them about a very specific subject, like boobs. And then I wanted to do like solo things that are kind of shorter, that are just me kind of mouthing off, like what are men attracted to, or you know, how, how to nail a threesome, just ridiculous things. Um, but do you think it's better that it works always in an interview or can I like vary that? I think you can vary it totally because it's because of who you are and the people already know who you are because you're relatively well known. So I think you can totally do it that way. Yeah. I mean, 
especially since you started it out, you know, because you're still at the kind of like at the beginning. How many shows have you done? Like seven or something or eight? Yeah, I think. See, I reposted them under different names on accident. So I think I've done like seven. Um, I also am trying to see what what gets hits for the for the there's such a science to this and you guys are so good. But what gets hits on the YouTube for that little square, you know, the what what the title card um and iheart i'm getting a lot of traffic on iheart i don't know how they're finding me i don't quite know how it works and youtube's you know as you guys know one thing but i'm not really a show like you guys are a show i'm i'm really a podcast that has some visual but you guys are doing like the harder version mine's just uh mine just takes a lot of editing Mostly because I want to make it entertaining. And sometimes I don't stay on subject. See, we don't edit at all. We no. just like whatever and, happens, and happens. Did you know that we were Emmy uh, Emmy qualified or something? And compared to that talk show at night, that what's his name? Jimmy Breslin? Fallon. Jimmy who? What's his name? Fallon. Jimmy? No, we got nominated to be on the ballot for the. No, it was for the daytime Emmys, not for the nighttime oh Emmys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Could you imagine? In 2016. Could you imagine? I freak the hell out. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to totally like work on that and more. But Sadie, I hate to tell you, you're not going to be doing this show for very long because you're going to shoot to superstar and soon. And you're going to be making so many movies. I mean, major films, not these little crappy things that we do. The biggies that you're going to be so busy. You're not going to have time to do this. No, that's why she'll do it even better. No, she won't. I was going to say, I really like doing this, Ron. Like I could, if it was successful, like, you know, you guys or something big where I was making money off of it. I actually would rather do a couple of great movies a year and then, um, and do some writing than do like that. Like I love miles and I watch a couple hours every night of different podcasts and i love joe rogan i love like that to me would be amazing this is something i never thought i would love as much as i do you know that you could be like a female joe rogan well that's totally could because there there isn't one and you're already kind of like going for that and let's face it joe rogan joe rogan is the the biggest podcaster in the world he just signed a deal with spotify for a hundred million dollars he's big so what has he got that we don't have um, sponsors. <laughs> he was also really famous before he did I, his podcast. I worked for half that amount. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was really famous before, so I was always he did of- Fear Factor. He was the host of that TV show Fear Factor, where they like put you out on a plane and make you eat a snake and shit. <laughs> 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 to be like eat that spider eat that spider you yeah can, you can do it and he was a, a the thing is he books guests that aren't really like an actor comes on but they never talk about like their shows or what right. they're doing and he's very political and i would love to talk more about politics but this probably is danger danger zone danger i know so i'm not but that was one of the things i wanted to do and then so many people said sadie Shut because <laughs> you know I, I like I have my own views about every about politics and I'm a junkie for politics. I'm a I spend an hour and a half in the morning reading news and I love it. <laughs> once once you become like a Julia Roberts in the movie industry where you can like get paid big paydays, then you can do whatever you want. But in, while you're Not trying true. to get there, Not you true. can't look at the Italian actor that said F you to Trump fifty times. What was his name? 
The big thing. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. He works all the time. He works all the time, but he's so disliked by half of the country. And a lot of people in Italy dislike him because they said my cousin's from Italy. So I know I talked to my cousin. She said they don't like him because he disgraced the Italians by using that language to the president of the United States, that it was very disrespectful and it was common, low class and totally from the streets, from the streets of, of New York. And I felt, you know, if when you are Robert De Niro, you should really keep yourself uh, as a superstar. 40, 50 years ago, Cary Grant or Clark Abel would never, right. ever have come public like that or ever said that to the president of the United States. Yeah, but Sadie would never do that. So let's no, go back no, to but Sadie. What I'm saying is that uh, some of these super actors, like you said, that feel because they're powerful and doesn't famous. mean you would be disrespectful. No, just to be, you can be political without politi- being disrespectful. Right. But mo- <laughs> most of them say horrible. Look at the broad Lara's friend that carried the head, Trump's head, and she got in so much trouble. What was her name? The comedian, Kathy, Kathy. Um, Griffin. Griffin. Yeah. Kathy Griffin. So wait a sec. Go back to you though. So because people in the chat room, like a lot of them, don't don't know that you had a podcast. So what have been some of your unusual topics? Because you don't talk about normal people's shit. No, so I did a, a topic with the Dom about BDSM, which That's was hilarious. enlightening. Uh, I did one about going on a game show and how much they screw you with the taxes. <laughs> but it was very fun on um, Let's Make a Deal. And then I did another one about being a Jehovah's Witness and leaving that cult. I did one with Augie Duke about the fact that Augie Duke and I both did late night Cinemax. I saw that one. I saw that one. She's an amazing guest, and that was the only like rule that she wanted to say that she'd never gone on and really talked about, you know, her HBO Cinemax thing and um, softcore, which at the time they didn't call it softcore porn to me, but I guess it gets in that category, and then they break it up on Pornhub. So we kind of talked about that, which was really cool. Um, I did one that hardly anyone watched, but I didn't have it set up about COVID making everyone crazy Karens. And it had this public service announcement that was playing at the drive-in that was absolutely absurd and obscene propaganda video. And it looked like it was shot in the 1950s or they tried to emulate that style. And so I kind of watched that and did like a analysis viewing. Um, but I don't think it was set up because I was like the square in the corner and the sound was off. Like, I'm still learning this. Obviously, I just went on my mic and it was blaring out. I wish I had- Listen, we screw up every week. We always have some problem if we can't get the guy to talk or the, they lose, we lose them. You know, this is all over air. We're not in a studio where we have professional equipment and we're seated next to each other. You know, we have we have people coming in from Germany, from England. And that's pretty amazing that we could talk to them through a computer. But we do have screw up. So don't feel bad about that. That's that's interesting. Our audience enjoys that. They like to see the, the, the mistakes we make. Yeah, I just I finished it. The sound was bad. And so a lot of people were like, we can't hear you. You know what it was is I this is funny because I'm an actress. I didn't have my mouth close enough to the microphone. I, I, I haven't said a dirty joke yet, but I realized I should have been acting like I was giving it head. Right, before we go any further, I want to talk about. I want to wait, 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 go back. to Go wait, ahead. Hang on. I, I want everybody to rent, buy or see the movie Megan. It's not out yet. It's not out yet. 
when it comes out. Sadie, Sadie Katz shot it in Italy. Um, I saw the film and I thought to myself, Sadie's having trouble with these lines. But her face is overcoming the lines because she's acting beautifully. Her acting really was stupendous. But I just felt that her lines were not quite correct. And then when we spoke, Sadie and I, she said, Ron, it was written in Italian and it was translated into English. Well, it was now, written in English, but the, the writer um, is Silvio Nakuki. And it was, there was some, when we got there, we actually spent a few days going over the script and making it, you know, if you're, if you're Italian and you're writing something for in English, uh, it doesn't always, no, it doesn't always work. So myself and Greg, uh, Greg Travis and Randy Wayne. Oh, hello, cutie. <laughs> but you know, the dialogue isn't what that script's about. It's very much about. No, you, 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 you nailed it. I, I, another actress would have fell on the face with it, but you nailed it because your emotions and your eyes and the way you performed overcame it. I know because I speak Italian right. and I know, I know that when you speak Italian, you could say one thing, and the minute you translate it to English, it's an entirely different sentence. So right. I understand that. Now, I would have liked to have seen it in Italian. I think that it would be more of a Sophia Loren on a Magnani kind of a... But you grabbed it by the testicles and you gave it a good squeeze. I think that would be accurate. Hey, I have to say one thing. Thank you. But I do have to say, you guys know I always have crushes on girls, right? Mm-hmm. So I want, I want to introduce you to my other girl. Crush. Yes, everybody in the oh, chat room has been asking about it. Sadie had a baby. They've been asking about it Sadie in the chat room. Baby. Oh, my God. Baby. Is he cute? He's a Look cute. at this little cutie. Oh, I cannot wait to meet him. Her or him? Her. Her. Buffy, like Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Buffy the Cat Slayer. Oh, <laughs> Buffy the Cat Slayer. Adorable. So now, how old is she? And how big will she get? Okay, so she's eight weeks and I got her from the Tobias, T-O-B-I-A-S, Small Dog Rescue on Instagram. And, you know, everyone's charging like $2,000 for these dogs. And they just made me charge a $500 adoption fee. I have no idea how big she's going to get. We're guessing like five, six pounds. But it's kind of fun because she's going she's gonna to grow on the Internet. We're going to get to see her. Oh no, it's maybe that's like that's like Astro. Astro seven, Astro seven pounds. Wait, we love them. Does Astro still pee in the house and chew up things? And he still pees in the house, but he doesn't chew things. No, he doesn't chew. But he he if he if he gets angry with me, if I, if he's not up my ass every twenty four hours, I mean, he's look, he's on to me again. If he's not, if he's not with me all the time. He sometimes will walk by the dining room chair, lift his leg and do a squirt, then turn around and look at me and walk away with it with defiance. And I yell at him. Yeah. And that's how he gets attention. So be careful. Sometimes your dog is peeing to get your attention because they know when we leave him home alone, yeah. he fucking shits. Oh, no. <laughs> Miles, is so mad. Miles is so mad. He didn't want me to get a dog because he said the dog would be disruptive. And who would have known a little chihuahua would be... <laughs> 
<laughs> the cats are pissed. Miles is pissed. I'm the only one like, thank you. I do look like a cliche blonde with a dog, though, but I don't care. Oh, no. It's a, he's adorable. She's and adorable. And I know Miles. Miles loves animals. He's, he loves that dog. He's just, How does know, the dog get along with the two cats? Oh, they were pissed and hid. Delilah hasn't really come out. Audrey is hissed. We've been doing it slowly. Eventually, so, they'll get along fine, eventually, because right. they're all still young. Right. Now, so, listen, I'm going to see you soon because we're going to Su Wong's big affair. Don't, don't, please don't talk about that. I can't talk air. about that on the air. <laughs> I'm not going to Su Wong. We're not going to. Well, Miles' birthday is the 18th. I know. I don't know if it was a surprise. And we're in town for that weekend, so it's good. Oh, on the 18th? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the affair that we're not allowed to talk Saturday. about is on the 17th. <laughs> it's a Saturday, a Saturday before. Then we want you guys Sunday. to come to. <laughs> that would be right. so fun. It could be a surprise for Miles. Uh, he, he won't tell me. What, what is it with men? Like, I'll be like, this is how I want my birthday. This is what I want. Men go, oh, I don't want anything. And I. I think you guys are lying. You do. Miles, no, no, no. All secretly, you know what he's saying silently. I don't want to party. Just give me a head. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You already get that. Sec oh, secretly, secretly, which I wasn't going to mention it, but since Ron was vulgar, even though he told me he wasn't, wasn't going to be. Dave that wasn't vulgar. Dave Hughes. Get head means when you did puts, that test on puts, the she puts her head in his hand. De, de, yes, uh, when you did your test on the microphone before so showing how you should be on the microphone, since you're an actress, you don't do that. Dave was like, "I will be your microphone any day." <laughs> you're very bad, Dave. You're going to get us yeah. I want you to know, Dave is about 150 years old. He's not a young guy. How old are you, Dave? He's in his 60s. He's in I his think. 60s, and he's, and he's wait, and he's married. Oh wait, Don Hinton says her birthday. Is also on the 18th. Happy birthday, Don. Angela says, damn, Ron. And I want to give you some advice for your YouTube page. Make sure you're doing all your hashtags. Oh, is it a hashtag? I'm, I've been reading so much, and I swear I can't read enough. So where do you put the hashtags? There's an actual place. When you upload the video, there's a place that says for hashtags, you can put 30 hashtags, I think. It says that, but it has like a warning saying that it doesn't really affect people watching. Are they lying? I don't know. I get, well, first of I all, mean, tell our audience, because there are some older people, what a hashtag is. A hashtag is, is a, well, I don't know what you call it. It's a thing that you put like to help drive, drive track it, traffic to your video. It and comes up with a n bunch of like I put the hashtags on sound little symbols and I put, numbers. I put the hashtags on SoundCloud, and I put the hashtags on YouTube. Um, oh. We're also on iHeart and all those. Our, our places that we're the most popular is SoundCloud, YouTube. Um, now, uh, Apple Podcasts, we had 10,000, 11,000 plays. I just got on. I've always been on Apple Podcasts, but we've never, ever promoted it mm -hmm. because my problem is you probably have one RSS feed that goes everywhere. I have like 10 yeah. RSS feeds. So when I went to, to Chartable to try to track to see how many people play on our show, I could only use one. So it only takes it from one place, even though we're on 160 platforms. But just on Apple Podcasts in the last like three weeks, we had 11,000 downloads just from that one RSS feed. Wow. And I never shared that and before. I heart loves me. They send me letters constantly saying, Ron, you're only allowed three Fs yeah. in your show. Anything after that, we're going to drop you. Then you should also put your video, if as long as they're no, under serious. an hour, they, on, they write me letters on Inst and Instagram TV. Because we usually get like oh. 15,000 plays or something on Instagram TV. Do you guys hash?
I got I, it. So I'm, I hashtag I'm, it. I'm learning to hashtag everything now. You have to hashtag everything. I don't do a shit. Thing. He doesn't do any of that. I no. do all of Meanwhile, that. Meanwhile, we have f- over 5 million people that watch. What do I need to hashtag for? Well, well, the reason they're watching no. is because I'm hashtagging. <laughs> no, the reason why they're watching is because they want to see how I wear my hair. <laughs> but you have to do that. But, haircuts, but by ba- the way. Basically, too, haircuts. what you should do, too, though, is, you, you know, you're on you get to a point where on, you're on so many platforms. There's no way to promote them. Also, I pick the best one. So for me now, I'm trying to be because I'm on Chartable. I'm using Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud uh, and YouTube. And those are the links I'm sharing because you can't share everything from everywhere. iHeartRadio is prestigious. So that's a good one to share. Apple podcast. If you can, you know, I'm get on, up in the rankings. I'm on there. Yeah. It, so it took a while. They weren't like, you know, I had, you have to wait a couple weeks. They have to review it, but yeah, Podbean kind of set it up for me, but it wasn't that easy. And you're right. I have one R R S S is it R R S R R S S feed. Yeah, so I have that one. No one has any idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, they do. People who are savvy do. Well, not the old bags like me, so. That's okay. Let's bring it back to everybody, folks. (laughs) Because RSVP in my day was respondez-vous, s'il vous plaît. Whatever it means today, I don't know. But anyway, little gorgeous. Look at that beautiful face. My shin and punum. You have a shin and punum. You know what that means? No. It means you have a beautiful face. Now you're marrying a Jew, you're going to become a Jew. So you better learn how to. The, the Jewish words. Shane and Punam. A beautiful I, I, face. We just did Passover, so it was Hog Samea. Hog Samea. Yeah, I don't care for Passover because the food's not good. But I, I, you know, it's really not. It, bitter, I don't like the bitters. I don't like the whole thing. It's very boring. It's very long. And especially if they read from the Bible, you want to kill yourself. But we, and they, we and they do it in Yiddish, so you don't even know what the frig they're talking about. We did it in English at, at Miles's mom's. Yeah. Since I'm new to it, I think it's amazing. I'm like, slow down. Let me hear it. Um, but they were, you know. Let's get through this so we can eat. Uh, his mom's an, an amazing cook. You know, Harriet. Yeah, absolutely. I love, love Harriet. Harriet. Harriet's one of my favorite people. When we are together, you notice we ignore all of you. And Harriet and I just sit there for hours talking about how wonderful the world was years ago <laughs> when we were polite and dressed with mink stoles and gowns and what draw it was just a beautiful world and then we talk about the world today and the two of us get nauseous so hang on i have i have something i want to bring up because we don't have too much time oh I so, want more time. so um so first of all everybody who hasn't seen you're in wrong turn six right is that the one you're the star yeah, of? That's okay, the one so, so sadie's the star of wrong 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 turn six you guys everybody should watch it if you're a horror movie fan you have to like watch it she's been in a million movies you can look them up on imdb because we, we don't we've already talked about them before what i want to know is though what did you think of the new reboot of the wrong turn did you watch it i haven't seen it yet but did you watch it well, I've been waiting if you guys so I want to watch it and if you guys would like to do it, I want to watch it and then talk about it afterwards. Oh, uh, absolutely. I've seen all of them. So I've been I, that would be great. Like I would like Ron can come on and talk to me about boobs, but <laughs> which I really want to do, but I've been waiting to do something where um I talk about the foundation and cuz you know I was excited to do Wrong Turn 7. I was, you know, spoiler alert, I was alive at the end, but they sold it to someone else to, you know, they sold the property to someone else. And I think what's really crazy about it from what I've heard and I'm sure I'm excited to see it and this has nothing to do with jealousy or anything but 
like wrong turn is a series people love to kind of hate and love to love. It's supposed to be really goofy and sex scenes over the top and the killings over the top. And so they kind of did this, the new one, the foundation and it seems like they really have changed it. And I wonder if they've changed it for the better. Like, is this going to be a new wrong term franchise or is it not? So I want to watch it and then sit with another um, commentator, another podcast or TV host. I want to do about that. What? I want to okay. totally do that because I've seen all of them and we've actually had like Matthew Modine is in the new one and we've right. had him on the show. Um, a lot of people that have been in people, the franchise yeah. along the way we've had on the show. Doug Bradley's a friend of mine and he's in like the fifth one, I think. And he's uh, great. Wouldn't it be great if we got them all to talk about it? Oh, yeah, that would be I, fun. I don't know if you could split the screen that much. Yeah, you can. We could yeah. probably we could oh, probably get some of them. them. We've had a lot of I think that would be really cool um, because, you know, it's, it's a weird franchise to be a part of. Like, people are very insane about it. And it's funny because it does really, really well. And But everyone's like, why did they make another one? This is really stupid. But they watch it. So it's a very different franchise than any other horror franchise out there. And I get, it's crazy the amount of mail I get, fan mail and emails. So I can't imagine how much they get. Well, Doug Bradley's already like such a big deal, but you know, a lot of those actors have gone on to do really big things. Huge, huge. Well, things. soon, as soon as we get funding, you know, I'm going to go with my plug now. Sadie Katz plays in my movie called The Gift of uh, what is it called? The, the, gift of, <laughs> the Gift of Magic. See, I'm dizzy. The Gift of Magic. Sadie Katz plays a very Selfish, neurotic, insecure, whack job. I cannot wait to see her work because she is going to deliver it because I've seen her play this before in a, in a movie we were in together. I only will be sitting there drooling, smiling when I watch her perform. I wrote the dialogue especially for Sadie. And the script's amazing. Can I, I, well, I? You don't know for sure when someone gives you a script. And this one was most like, of the time they're terrible. Well, let's <laughs> hope that you know, Laney. As I said, Laney broke. I've been on the phone with Laney for weeks now. She apologized. She said, "Ron, I hate to hold up your film. Please forgive me. I promise you, I will read your script over the weekend." It was Passover. We didn't realize it. So she was busy with her family for Passover. She never read it over the weekend. So, so I said to her, listen, remember what Betty Davis said. Gone with the wind is a pip. I'll never do it. So she started to laugh. I said, so don't pass my film because I wrote it for, for, for Lainey Kazan. So those of you out there who, if you're friends on Lainey Kazan's page, please go and tell her, get your ass on Ron's movie. It's going to be fun. So wait. Wait, wait, I want to go back, though. Ron's movie is going to be great, you guys, and we'll have a lot of announcements about it soon as we're moving well, forward. What I'm doing on Facebook is every day now, I started a new project. I tell all of our readers, and I have over 5,000 readers, listen, readers, yeah, uh, and I, I'm telling them what it entails doing a movie. No, It's awful. I'll never do another movie again. <laughs> I mean, I've started this one, and I like to finish what I start, but I will never write another movie or, or go out begging for stars. I want to make a point. If you hire 
starving actors who want to be famous, they respond, they call you, they read the script, they do everything in a second. The minute you're a vintage star who has fame, forget about it. You can't, I mean, like Susan Sarandon, we're thinking of her to play the part if Lainey doesn't want it, or, or um, Jeannie Berlin, a lot of great actresses. So we have a good uh, idea of what we're going to what we're going to do with our, with the script, but it's, it's, it's maniac. Now you get the star, you got to get the money. Right. Then the, 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 the funders say, well, who's that douchebag? That one's not big enough. You need a bigger name. Well, what do they want? Barbara Streisand, you know, I mean, come on, you can't get these people. So doing a film is impossible unless you do a $2 movie, you know, where you got a budget of 15,000 and you shoot it with a cell phone yeah. and, and you get nobody, <laughs> Joe and nobody, Jane, to be in the movie. But Sadie Katz works in good movies. Well, I have to tell you, you haven't got to, like, filming is fun. Pre-production is going to kill you. But post, you'll never hate doing a movie more than post-production uh, because that's when it gets a lot of work. No, no way, sweetie pie, because you're a producer. I, I wrote the shit. I am not going any further. Once it, I, I'm a writer and an actor. He's I'll, handing it over to me and whoever yeah, I bring I, on board. I, I, mean, I, I don't ever want to hear about it again until you give me my call sheet. Oh. When you, when you, when my call date. You know, Ron, you're on the set October 4th. Let's go. That's all I want. I, I could never handle it. So it, wait, wait, wait. I want to go the back. tension of waiting i have to go back okay is, well we're going to go back because i wanted to because i was in the middle of something here you're always in the so middle of something. so 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 you haven't watched the wrong term movie yet then you're waiting to watch it i was waiting to watch it because okay i haven't watched it either so we need to set up a time that we could do that because i want to do that number two then i think that we should figure out who we could get in touch with who's been in all the wrong term movies even if we did it on zoom you know and turned right it now. into like a big we, we, thing we should get what's his name um, on he hasn't been on in a while since his movie, but the guns with the with the war, the actor, the big big star. Oh, what are you talking about? The big star we had on with his war movie, it's Metal Steel. What they just named him before? I Matthew Modine. Pac yeah, Modine. Oh, I don't know if we could get him again or not. Um, nice guy. What a sweetie pie he was. But he's the star of the new Rolling Stone. We have to get. Not, we're going to get oh, him. Yeah, that would be really interesting because um, that's kind of what I've been waiting for. I was like, let's let's have a few different people. on. I bet, though, I think I could get Doug Bradley probably, though. Matthew, would be great. Matthew, <laughs> Matthew and I got along really well. He liked me a lot. So I think Matt, Matthew will come on again. Well, Doug's so good in it. And I have to be honest, like they cast me and um, Chris. Uh, I can't believe I just forgot his name, but he plays okay. my brother. And so he plays my my one brother that's actually, you know, in in uh, West Virginia. And um, Chris Jarvis, thank you for myself. Uh, and. Like we kind of had to replace Doug Bradley as far as they needed somebody. You know, obviously the the hillbillies don't really talk, or three hillbillies, so right. some kind of antagonist. And I mean, the truth is, how can you replace Doug Bradley? You really can't. But so it took like two people to even just stand in in, in his place. But he's amazing in, in Wrong Turn. Like, oh, I fucking loved him. I would love to do a movie with him. I would be super stoked because he's really scary. Oh, in real life, he's not. He's so cool. It's not yeah. even like oh, funny. Really? Well, um, getting back to my movie. <laughs> 
Don't over promote your movie on Facebook because it will bite you in the ass. I told him that, but he doesn't listen. No, 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 I have a bunch of nice people who are wishing me well. They're writing Laney. That's not true. I have. You know, the people that are my friends don't comment because they're jealous. But the strangers, I don't know. They don't give a crap, so they comment. <laughs> the point I want to make is we have playing my son, Luco, Luke, will be, uh, if he's available at the time of the shoot, is Sean Kanan, the super, you know, super duper, who's a dear friend of ours and a soap opera star as well as actor. And he may be in the new Kick Him Around movie. What is it called? He's going to be in Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, so so if Sean can with his shooting schedule, he'll do my. Oh wait, well, we got to stop. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. And no, it, no, because she's going to be going in a second. Wait, and the other guy is your friend and our friend who was in our movie. What's the name? The one we like with the wife that's sick. The oh, Dave Sheridan. Dave probably Sheridan is going to be in it also. So hold on, I forgot. We need to do another plug real quick. Sadie and Ron and I, along with Eileen Shapiro, Sherry Nelson, a bunch of famous musicians, we're all going to be voicing characters in dead exit the new audio drama by doug shiloh and we're going to be recording soon um it's going to be really cool and sadie i don't even know what sadie's character is exactly <laughs> it's a good one. i'm working on it in the next few days and then saturday we're doing like a, a, a zoom about it correct uh, uh, oh i guess so i don't even know he didn't tell me that but okay i, I love and it and we go to work in Joe Castro's film. Wait, wait, well, one thing at a time. This is like a thing because this is a big I thing. To... I'm in charge of this dead exit thing. Like, this is important. Oh, I got the whole on. cast. Fuck you. I'm not going to talk anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> You're in it. You're like one of the stars of I it. I'm a star, darling. And so... We're recording it. Like, that was the one thing is I want to talk to the actor who's in all the scenes with me. So, because I'm going to be recording it at home, obviously, because we have a home studio to ADR. So, uh, I guess on Saturday, we have a zoom i don't know if it's with everyone maybe it's just with me but um i'll, I'll talk to him and see because but if you need me i'll be there it's fun yeah. i think sean canaan i think is going to be on you guys are going to know all the it's got a really a great have you uh, met ton sean of people yet? have you met him yet sean i don't think so at our house because he's always at our house I, you, you will be meeting him in a couple of in about four or five weeks we're having a dinner party for eileen shapiro and for mickey burns Oh, how wonderful. Yeah, you, you and Miles are invited. Okay, so everybody, um, follow Sadie, you guys, on Instagram. She's Sadie Katz. On Twitter, she's at Sadie underscore Katz. Her uh, podcast is called Partial Nudity Podcast. Also, her uh, documentary, um, the, the Bill Murray Experience, is on Amazon Prime. Um, so you guys can watch it. Watch Wait, her in quick thing. When Long we, Turn when 6. When are going to see your movie on uh, Lifetime? Oh, probably next Christmas, this Christmas oh, coming up, coming which up. I'm excited about. I love you guys so much. I miss you guys. We're like, if you guys don't come out here, I guess you are. By Miles's birthday, we'll come out to Palm Springs. Yeah, come out with it anyway. I could see you more. I don't have to see you less. I mean, but we'll be there with Susie Su Wong for the weekend. We're staying. I think we're house guests of hers. So. Oh, great. Okay. I so love we'll, you guys. We'll talk. Do love you really you want? Do you want me to have him call you after the show? Are you gonna tape a, a tip um, thing? Yeah, let's do it this evening. At like, can you do it at six? Yeah, he can do it whenever you want. I'll have to ask my agent if I'm. Available. You can do it whenever you want. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk to you I'll later. You. All right. Okay, bye. You. Love you. Love you. Bye, love you guys. Bye. Talk to you later. Honey. Bye, hey, everybody. We love Sadie. She's so freaking awesome. The bestest. What a darling friend to have. 
I um, love my Sadie Cat. So you guys, you can listen to the show live on W4CY Radio, our home station. We're also on K4HD Radio, Jackalope Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Podomatic, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spreaker, Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, and YouTube. So check us out. Uh, we appreciate everybody and everybody in the chat room. We're going to bring on our next guest, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So let's see. Hi, guys. So this is Arrow. Hey, Arrow, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Oh, my gosh. You look so cute. Thank <laughs> I you. I love the Thank fact you. that you have a, hair, a hat that actually says Arrow on it. It's so I cool. I know. I just got it made today, actually. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> All right, so let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, Ron. I shot an arrow into the air. Where it lands, I do not care. We used to say that as kids, there was more to it. It was dirty, but I can't do it on the show. <laughs> How come you named Arrow? Where did the arrow come from? It's actually short for my name, Amanda Rose O'Connor. But, you know, throughout my life, a lot of people called me Arrow, like in school and stuff. And it kind of just stuck with me. So I, I think it's adorable. It is adorable. It is so. It is so and, and I will never forget it. And I forget names every I forget everybody. He forgets everybody, but he won't forget it. Remember yours, Arrow. How could you? Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. So we have a chat room filled with people. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What color hair do you have? Kind of blonde, blonde, actually. Oh, it's hanging out. I see it. Okay. Yeah, it's blonde. So, so you guys, so Arrow, we have a chat room. Literally, there's like five countries in the chat room. So just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody. They're going to love like meeting oh, you. Look how pretty and, you are. Uh, she's gorgeous. Oh, look how beautiful. Close up. We just got a close up she's of you. She's gorgeous. Go, camera, go back to close up. <laughs> look at that. Yes, yeah, she's gorgeous. You know who she looks like? I'm going to kill myself. Who? My, my cousin Bertha when she was young. Oh, she does look like And she's from New York. My, yes, cousin, my my cousin Bertha was one of the most beautiful women in the world. As a young girl, she looked just like Jane Russell. Wow. She was absolutely gorgeous, my deceased cousin. And you look like my cousin when she was young. How, are you, uh, do you tell people how old you are or not? I do, yeah. I just Wait, let, let me get, oh, 22. I was 22. I was, I was mm-hmm. going to say 21, 20, only because you're in the business. I was going to say early, early 20. So where, yeah. in New, where, where are you from in New York? I'm from Westchester, but I grew up mostly in Manhattan, like when I was a child. I love it. I'm a New Yorker, mm-hmm. in case you didn't hear the accent. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. I love New Yorkers. Love, gotta love New Yorkers. They're awesome people. He's, I speak ancient New York. I talk like New Yorkers of, I'm 80 years old. So I talk mm-hmm. about, I have an accent of years and years ago. The new kids, that's a, New York accent's gone because it's a mixture of all the kids from all over the country moving to New York because of sex in the city. The TV yeah. series. So yeah. when, when you hear me speak, you hear how people spoke in the 1940s and 50s. So first of all, to you guys, Arrow only only does Instagram at the moment. We're going to talk her into doing more eventually. But oh, you can yeah. follow her on Instagram under Amanda Rose O'Connor, O-C-O-N-N-O-R. Follow her on Instagram. It'll say Arrow, but but uh, the actual thing is is uh, Amanda Rose O'Connor. And mm-hmm. uh, I was introduced to Arrow. Actually, Eileen and I were introduced to Arrow by Jack O'Halloran. You guys remember him. It was on a couple of weeks ago. And uh, he's the, the superstar actor and, and mobster. And uh, I find, you know, I talk a lot on that show. I didn't say a word. I listened for the whole 45 minutes that he was on. Mm-hmm. And then I got the book. 
and I'm reading the book. I'm saving it for the airplane when we fly to New York. And the man is incredible. He is so interesting. He's, I, he's really, I, really, I really want to have lunch with him and, you know, burn his brain out. We're going to be. We're going to have lunch with him. I mean, I cannot wait just to uh, burn his brain. So real quick, Arrow, we do have one resident perv. He lives in um, England and his name is Dave and he yeah, loves our the guests we had girl. on. I know, but he can. But she can just say hi to him. Don't do anything pervy. Just say hi to Dave because he's just. Hi. <laughs> He wants to know who the bomb bombshell is. Yeah, well, mind your business. She's <laughs> yeah, Dave. She's she's just a kid, old, Dave. A dirty old man. <laughs> he's in his sixties. He's a married old man in his sixties, and he's a pervert. He loves all the girls on our show. Oh. Sadie, Sadie Katz, who was just on before you, is his favorite of all the actresses that we have. Oh wow! <laughs> you leave, you leave this one alone. She's a young virgin, beautiful girl. That's right, and unspoiled so, and untouched. And so, so right. anyway, Jack and right, Arrow. Uh, uh, yes, uh, that's right. That's right, Rob. <laughs> Jack entered. Oh, look at how she does the little shoulder thing, too. Just perfect. <laughs> so, you guys, uh, Arrow, uh, Arrow is a singer and an actress. And Jack, uh, I wait, guess. Wait, what kind of singing? Um, I sing. Well, all my music I wrote on the piano. So I just sing and play the piano. Okay, so you don't rap. No. No. Okay. No, I've written rap songs. I have had rappers on my songs, but I just sing the chorus. I don't I don't rap. I wish I could, but I can't. So yeah. Ron doesn't like rappers. I, I love rappers, but he doesn't. So Oh really? Oh. I, I have yeah. a couple of rap songs. They're actually really amazing rappers. They did a really good job. Oh, you need to send those to me so I can hear them because like that's cool. I, 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 I think they're like more so old school, like a little bit old school rap, kind of nineties rap, I think. It's like I love more it. Rap time. But um, we actually had a couple. We've had a couple rappers on the show. I used to work with like Fredro Starr, who was also the star of that movie, uh, that that dance movie. What was it called? I forgot what the name with Julia Stiles. Anyway, and uh, we've worked with a ton of rappers, and so like I like like it. Um, I, I'm more into '80s rap because I'm old, um, but '90s rap is good. So you guys, she's a rapper and a singer, and she's gonna have some music coming out soon. She's got her debut. It's your first album, right? It's called Damaged. My first album, yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I've heard two songs, you guys. I've heard the song Damaged and Give It All. And as soon as I heard it, I thought, I bet she likes Adele. Um, I and do. I, I do. Ask, do you like Adele? Yes, I love Adele. I love Adele. I literally grew up listening to Adele. She's unbelievable. She's incredible. I love Adele. So I could hear an influence I, I in there. I, I know who Adele is. Yes, you know who Adele and is. I agree with her. She's got a So you guys, voice. she's got a little bit. She sounds a little. She doesn't sound like Adele, but you can hear like influences of Adele in the way she sings. And it is fabulous. Like when her album comes out, people are going to go absolutely crazy because they're going to be like, oh, my God, like we have an American cool Adele type chick. <laughs> She's and, a heavy uh, set girl. Huh? She's a heavy set girl. Not anymore. She lost a ton of weight and got divorced. Well, that's usually how. <laughs> but yes. When you get divorced, they all lose weight to look for another sucker. <laughs> but she's absolutely they go hunting. So tell me, who are some of who are some of your influences growing up? You're only 22, so like you're you know you haven't mm-hmm. been around that long. You know you're a 2000s kid. Who are some, who are some of your influences? Uh, surprisingly, I grew up listening to a lot of Eminem, which is, I love Eminem Eminem. just because I feel like his songs are just so real. Like he's talked about so many of his like life experiences and like things that he's went through throughout his life. And I mean, obviously it's not like the best, you know, cleanest stuff he talks about, but I just like the fact how he's always been very real and honest in his music. And that's kind of what I like to do is I just really want to be as honest as I can because I just think that's how you reach people is when 
they find something that they can relate to and connect to. And I think that's just really important in music. So um, I actually it. saw, um, I went in. Just let me say something. Arrow, don't, mm-hmm. don't think I'm rude or I don't like you. If I yeah. don't. I don't come in on the conversations. No, it's all good. It's all good. Simply because if you talk about Johnny Mathis or Peggy Lee, I'm there. But as long as you talk about who you're talking, I'm going to give the show over to Jimmy for a while. I <laughs> know, know who they are. So I went. So I actually saw Fifty Cent and Eminem in concert back in the day, and wow. it was That's phenom- I, I it was phenomenal. Now Fifty Cent's doing a lot of acting, and he's, he's yeah, actually. Yeah. He's a pretty good actor. He's in all those mm-hmm. movies where St- Sylvester Stallone gets stuck in the, the prison or whatever and has to escape. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what they're called, um, yeah. but they're really, really good. And I think that uh, actually an Eminem's a good actor. Did you did you watch Eight Mile? I mean, that came out. Oh, probably of course. Before. I cried like that whole entire movie. It was incredible. I love is, is the end of that, though, the best where he just like drops the yeah. mic and says, go ahead and tell him something they don't know already know about me or whatever. And he like drops the mic and walks off the stage. I was like, oh, my God. That's, that's what you got to love about it because the movie is just so authentic, you know. And like I said, like sometimes just being real isn't always, you know, sunshine and rainbows. I mean, there's a lot of dark stuff sometimes to being real and authentic. And, and I think that's what makes it so special and so heartfelt is because I think when you're honest with people and how you really feel, I mean, I think that's how you connect with people. Well, I think too, like, cause I read, uh, so Eileen did an interview with you that hasn't been published yet. And mm-hmm. I read talk about your, uh, your album damage that your quote is that I accept that I am hurting, but I will never give up. Yes. And, uh, that's the big reason actually why I did music just to begin with. Um, damage, I would say is uh, definitely, I would say an album that I really want people to say, wow, like I, I understand that. I get that. Like I've been through that myself. And I think that's really how you create a strong bond with your listeners because a lot of the times I'm an only child, so I've been alone a lot of my life. And uh, I just, you know, music is kind of an outlet. And when you're honest, it's kind of like a diary. It's like you write down how you feel and then you share it with people and then that's how you connect. So that's kind of like the whole purpose of the album and damaged is that's what I want to do. So uh, I, I also read it in the interview. It said like when you were one that your mother bought you like a baby grand piano. Yeah, she did. She did. Uh, she bought me a grand piano for my first birthday and uh, she always wanted me to play piano. And um, I was, I wasn't into that actually like throughout my childhood, but I did start kind of getting into it and uh, wanting to play the piano more and learning. But uh, it's always something she wanted me to do. So I also read, read in there though, then that you don't, um, like you never took piano lessons. So you play the piano by ear and you taught yourself, but you don't actually like know how to play piano the technical way. You just go and play, which is what he does too. She, she can't read music. I can't That's, read music yeah. either. I can't read music. I really wish I could now. You know, I kind of do regret it because I did take lessons back in the day when I was a kid. But I was a very, very stubborn child. I did not want to learn music. I, I was just so against the rule book. You know, I kind of always wanted to do it myself. And I was just like, oh, you know what? I don't want to listen to a teacher. I'm going to do this myself. And I mean, I, I ended up kind of teaching myself, but it's definitely something I wish I took you know better care of is just studying music and things like that but um i'm more open-minded now so (laughs) when i was a kid a little little kid uh my father was friends with the elsa granger studios in new york where all these young kids Mm -hmm. would go to be actors and actresses Mm -hmm. and nat king cole had i believe it was his niece or somebody was one of the kids that attended it and Mm -hmm. i was up there one day and my father mentioned something to Nat King Cole 
about how I should learn to play the piano. Mm-hmm. And Nat King Colt said, come with me. He sat down at the piano and wow. he said to me, this is the first thing you will learn. Every good boy deserves something. Every good boy does fine. Right. And I had no idea who Nat King Cole was. <laughs> How sad. Now I only wish that I could sit at a piano with Nat King Cole. I would have taken 100, 100, 100 pictures. But I forgot that story. I should really put that in the book one day. But that's also, though, though, I think that because you've had um, actually, I don't know if that's public knowledge or not. Are we allowed to talk a little bit more about uh, about your mom or no? Yeah, anything. Go ahead. Um, So from what I understand, you know, your mom bought you the piano um, and then she was killed in the 911. Yes, she was. Yes, she did. And you would have only been like three or something. I was two years old, actually. Two years old. That that is so sad. Yeah, I mean... you know, I, I live with it every day, so I, you know, it's okay, <laughs> like, to talk about, but, um, you know, I kind of wanted to do it for her, because I know she always really wanted me to learn piano, and I think she was very artsy herself, so I think that, you know, it's kind of like a way that I connect with her in a way now that I know piano, I play piano, and things like that. I actually so. think that that, though, although although it's a tragedy is the beauty is like the beauty of your story you know it's a real story it's not like just like i woke up one day and want to be a singer you know my mom gave me a piano when i was one she died when she was two you know now i'm like fulfilling my dream and her dream and trying to put it all together and i'm not going to give up and i think that that's like a a beautiful story and a beautiful way to go through life because you know everybody has some kind of a tragedy maybe not as tragic as yours um, but everybody's you know has unfortunate things that happen in their lives and a lot of people you know never come out of it and the fact that you're like tackling it you know face on i think is uh first of all it's very admirable and i think it builds builds a lot of character and i think that it's going to and it comes out in the two songs that i've heard so i think it's going to be a really big hit we know because one of my daughter's friends that she grew up with he worked in the uh, twin towers he was a broker and he was killed when the building went down Oh, uh, yeah, it was a very tragic day. You know, people, um, you know, they carry that heartbreak throughout the years. And I think it's been almost 20 years. But, you know, that pain just it doesn't go away. And I feel like we um, never forget it. When I drive downtown Manhattan and we see the new stuff that's there and I just get so sad because I remember what the buildings look like. And then the tragedy of when they were coming down by those bastards, um, those animals, those corrupt, evil creatures. Yeah, I think it's intense. I think it's super intense. So then did you go to like a performing? Did you go to regular high school or did you go to like a performing arts school? Um, I went to regular high school, but after I graduated high school, I went to the Lee Strasberg Theater and Film Institute in Manhattan. So for two years, I went to acting school and I studied acting. Yeah, I thought I I thought somebody said you teach there too. Do you teach there or no? No, no, no. I just I, yeah, I just went there and studied. But I studied at method acting, so it's interesting. It's definitely hard. It's a uh, a very interesting way of learning to act. So you're going to be kind of all, like all a, method acting is is be real. Yes, yeah, it. Was just brilliant. be be real. And you're a method actor. Mm-hmm. I never understood what what they had to train you for. You know, when I, method acting came out when I was young and somebody suggested, because I'm an actor also, that I should go to acting school. And I said, why? I do very well as what I'm doing now. Believe the character, make it real. And there you go. Your method. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, you definitely connect with the character. I have to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Do you uh, do you 
like have you been have you started like have you been in any movies or indie films or plays or anything or that's you're just getting started with all of that i'm honestly just getting started with everything because uh after i left lee strasberg that's when i kind of got really into music so i spent about two years in the studio making my album and then unfortunately the pandemic happened so i kind of had to put everything on hold and and now we're now we're starting to come out of the whole pandemic so 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 here's a question I like to ask people, and usually I ask it to the people who've already been in a bunch of films and stuff. Uh, but let's say, like, as an actress, you're a fledgling actress, and you could uh, work with any male and female actor, who, living or dead, and uh, who would you like to work with, like, on a bucket list? And then um, mm-hmm. the next part of it, if you could have been in any movie, which your picks are going to be different because you're a lot younger than us probably, but if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you like to be in? That's a very good question. <laughs> um, I definitely, I would say I love Al Pacino. So, and I love Johnny Depp. So, I think I would love to be in movies with those two. And I love Anne Hathaway. Um, I've watched a lot of her movies before. Meryl Streep is incredible. So, I definitely would love to be in movies with those four probably someday. Well, okay. You know. Did you like the Princess Diaries? Because, like, you would have been yeah. young when it came out. And, I, I mean, did. That- I did. I liked it too, and it made her a star. I mean, look at where she went from that movie. I mean, she blew up right after that movie. So, she did. Uh, no, she's a beautiful actress. I mean, she's really incredible. I she's really her. good too. And if you watched Ocean's Eight, uh, that's the the Ocean's Eight, the movie where yeah. Yeah, like she was great. great in that. Okay, so what movie would you have liked to have been in? It's a really good question. I feel like there's so many. I really do enjoy older movies. I don't know, honestly. Um. What's your idea of an older movie? There are no such thing as old movies. Um, <laughs> if you've never seen, Ron will tell you that if you've Lauren never seen Lauren Bacall, a- Humphrey Bogart's wife. Well, she might not even know who Lauren Bacall well, or Humphrey Bogart Humph- are. Well, they're great actors of the 40s. Lauren Bacall said to me, Ron, a movie is only old after mm-hmm. you've seen it. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't know. I really, I, I will. I would say maybe like The Great Gatsby. I know it's not an old movie, but with Leonardo DiCaprio, I like that kind of type of movie, like playing someone that's kind of very different from you or different from your time. I feel like it's really interesting. So you need to watch the original because that's the remake. Have you ever seen the Robert Redford, Mia Farrow? Yeah, watch that one because that one's way better than the the Leo DiCaprio one. It, it It follows the book better. Yeah, I got to watch it. Definitely. That's funny because I was a clothing designer for many, many years. I had my own clothing line and I dressed a lot of famous people and bands, a lot of bands and stuff. And uh, uh, Johnny Depp uh, has a band called The Kids and they used to shop in my store back when I lived in Florida. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. And, That's incredible. That's so I, awesome. He's he's definitely for my generation. I think he's one of the greatest actors of my generation. You know, he's yeah, a little I, bit old I, for your generation, but <laughs> Johnny no, I, Depp. Johnny Depp does not rehearse. He does not read scripts. Johnny Depp wears an earplug. And when he goes to work, somebody feeds. It's been said to us because you don't know that. for No, no, it's been written all over the place because. And also Dean Martin did that. I don't know if you know who Dean Martin is. They like feed him the lines in his ear. Yeah. A little tiny. I'm going to get one now because I forget lines when I work. We're going to get a little mic to put. Oh, God has just joined us. Goddess just joined us from Florida. Say hi to Goddess. Hi. <laughs> I didn't know Goddess was in Florida. Oh, I thought she was in Florida. Maybe she's not. 
Yes, she is. Isn't she in Florida? Oh, no, I think she moved someplace else. I don't know where she is now. Where are you from, Goddess? Okay, let us know. Okay, so those would be okay. So let's go to take it to the music. So, so do we have an idea of when some music is coming out? All these people are going to want to like hear it. And do you have any? Um, hopefully, like in the next couple of months, I would really, really like to have it out by summertime for sure. Like okay. probably by June, I would like to at least have a single out just to kind of see what people think of it. Um, but yeah, definitely by the summer, I would love okay. to have that. Do you sing on any of your Instagram posts? I don't. I haven't put any of it out. I actually recently just got it copyrighted, so that's also the reason why I didn't want to really post it. But now it's copyrighted. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Listen, there you go. listen to what Jimmy says. Jimmy's the best at getting everything out to the world. No, really, he is. Not because he's my husband. If he, if he, if he wasn't good, I wouldn't say anything. I keep my mouth shut. But <laughs> he does a really good job of getting the word out. So, uh, which I do. Like that's well, that's what I do for a living. So also, and people have said that he's the best. Uh, with Eileen. With Eileen. With Eileen. Yes. I, I love. Eileen, are you kidding? My Yenta sister. So, oh, a goddess is in Ohio. So let's take it back to the music thing then. Like if you were able, let's say you're going on tour and you could go on tour with any three artists, uh, who would you like to go on tour with? That's a really good question. I love Rihanna. She's incredible. I oh, love her. Really? Okay. Yeah, no, I love Rihanna. She's amazing. Um, I would say I love Lana Del Rey. She's also incredible. I love her. And who else? Um, yeah, well, you could pick Adele. You got to pick Adele. And Adele. There you go. I probably wouldn't pick Rihanna. I like Lana Del Rey a lot, though, because she's not normal. You know, I know. that. That's why I, I like her so much. She's so unique. She's so yes. different. And I just love how she's so different. Yeah, I like that too. I like Miley Cyprus. Oh, you like Miley? He likes Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. I, like Miley Cyrus too. I actually did go to a Miley Cyrus concert. Well, technically not Miley, Hannah Montana, when I was 10 years oh. old. <laughs> that was honestly the moment I realized that that has to be me on stage one day. I was. It will It's totally going to be on. Everybody in the chat room, by the way, is talking about how personal and what a great personality and stuff you have. So they'll, when, when the music actually comes out, we'll have you come back on, and that way we can tell everybody that the music is out you know, so people, people can with, buy it. People with great personalities, it's heard in their music. You know, because they if you can connect with the public through verbal speaking, mm-hmm. you definitely will connect through your music. That's exactly my main goal. It's the same thing. So they also sent me some pictures of you. And one of the pictures of you, it it looks like you're Marilyn Monroe. And Jack O'Halloran told me that you do the most amazing, like, happy birthday, Mr. President. I think that's the song he said. Uh, Like, I like Marilyn Monroe. And he said it was so, like, amazing, you know, that that's why he's, like, wants to put you. He wants to put you. He wants to put you in movies and stuff because of that. Because you were so, like, amazing. Besides being beautiful and talented, he was like, you just can't even believe, like, how fabulous uh, it was. You don't have to put her on the spot to do that. I'm just bringing it up. Do we get to see that someplace? I'm going to put her on the spot. I have to hear that. (laughs) Oh, man. I have. Oh, in a while no i love marilyn and i could never ever compare to her uh she's like you know just a, a legend she's a legend but um she's really close to my heart i do love her so um i could i could give it a try if you guys want to Absolutely. Yeah, try if not i'll do it i'll do a little bit i'll do a little bit okay gotta get into character first <laughs> um Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday, Mr. Kennedy. Happy birthday to you. Actually, it's better than Marilyn. <laughs> Marilyn didn't even no, see it. I haven't practiced that in like forever. So. Ma- Mar- Marilyn sounded like she was having an orgasm when she sang it. I'll do my Marilyn. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Oh, happy birthday to you. Oh my gosh. You have to like that. You were excellent. And you could hear that little uh, that thing that you have in your voice that the nobody quiver, else. The quiver. The quiver in your voice is the so quiver. cool. Thank um, you. I haven't practiced that actually. That was fun. That was fun. We had Marilyn the you and Marilyn the drag queen. <laughs> Ron, Ron, uh, so you know, have you ever heard of Jane Russell before? Sounds familiar. She made, a, ever, she made a movie with Marilyn Monroe called, called Jennifer for Blondes. You need oh, to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Okay, well, she, she they're the two stars she, of the movie. She was the brunette. She's his best. She was his best friend before yeah. she passed away. Right. Wow. And, um, and so she used to tell him all kinds of Marilyn Monroe stories. All kinds. Of and uh, and and Ron is like a classic Turner classic movies, which is like the 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 movies that we don't want to call them old the movies where you probably oh. have not seen before. They're, they're you know, old. from the forties and the fifties and the thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they were the, Marilyn Monroe and Jane Russell were like the stars of the what is that fifties. 1954. 1954, they made the movie. Um, so I know a lot about Marilyn stuff I won't even discuss publicly because Jane said, you know, you're a reporter, Ron, you would never do it. I said, no. Dead or alive, I don't say things bad about people. Not that there was anything bad about Marilyn. Uh, it's just how Marilyn was used and abused by men. I feel like she was such a tortured soul. You know, I feel like people she was used. Used. You know. I knew yes. t- I knew Tony Curtis, the actor, really well. Tony and I were friends, and Tony said to me, "Marilyn was always on her knees," and I found that to be the most hurtful thing I've ever heard, and I never forgot it. That's why I repeated it. It's and- sad, you know. It's really sad because I feel like she was so intelligent, and she actually Lee Strasberg taught her. I think Lee Strasberg was one of her mentors, and that got her kind of well, into. Actually, it was somebody connected with Lee, but he, she knew Lee well. She, she did. Yeah, did. she did. Uh, so did you, have to, did you have to audition to go to Lee Strasberg? Um, no, we did have to like write an essay about why we want to act. Yeah. Years ago, it was difficult to get in. Uh, it's probably when, still when Lee, No, Lee, when Lee was alive and he did the uh, lessons himself. But now that he's gone and yeah. the people, it became a franchise almost. It's yeah. not what it was in the 1958, 59, uh, when Marilyn went and Marlon Brando went and uh, James Kahn, all the great actors went to learn method. So wait, what did they right, tell you that when you leave? The difference is for method, see, Warner Brothers 1945, they read lines and they acted. And mm-hmm. you knew they were acting. Yeah. Method is you don't read lines, you perform the mm-hmm. lines and you become the character. Exactly. And you yeah. don't look like you're acting. It's realism mm-hmm. at its utmost. And that's right. what they were teaching. Mm-hmm. At Lee Strasberg. I never had to learn that because as an actor, which I still do today in all the movies I'm in, and people say to me, gee, Ron, you're really good. And I say, no, I'm not good. My character's good. I'm not there. That's not Ron Russell on that set. Right. That's my character. And my character is good. And if you believe that, you're going to be a good actress. Never believe it's you working. Never. Right. 
That's why I like it actually, because it's like you really become the other person. And yes, I, you're not you're not on that set. If you if, if Arrow is on that set, we see it and we know it. Like Cary Grant or Catherine Hepburn, they were always the same people. Betty Davis, they never changed character. That's uh, why I like Johnny Depp because he's, yes, so he's always different every time. He's always shape shifting. He's like a shape shifter. He's just so many different people, and it's like so incredible. It's like that's, it's, what I, that's what I do when I work. I, I, I become the character, and people say your voice changes and everything. I, yeah, of course it does. Because if I'm playing a ballerina, a ballet dancer, my voice is going to be high and gay. If I'm playing a mafia guy, my voice is going to be deep and low. So it's all about losing, leaving you, leaving yourself in the dressing room, and putting on a set. The, the, the character yeah, so, because you really have to become that person yeah oh yeah I, if, you I don't, if you don't you're not an actor you're just a line reader and i hate line readers i complain yeah. about, you know, i make movies and the, the, somebody's this working is our dog Astro. they work with me and they're reading lines and it makes me look like i'm overacting it's not genuine it's not authentic and no, i feel like the not. thing about this method acting is you're genuine it's like you're really becoming this other person and it's, it's a lot i mean it's not easy people think acting so easy and i'm like it's emotionally draining it's easy for the people who suck because they read lines reading lines right. reading lines is easy right. but selling it to the you know the camera picks up everything you know that you can't hold the camera. You can you never can't hide from the camera. Oh, I learned that when I did school. You can't hide from the camera. It just shows. But I mean, when I, I mean, I just finished a movie where I played a general in the army, and you know, I was doing my lines, and one of the people there was not giving me back what I needed. So it made me look stronger than them. And somebody said, "Ron is a, a scene stealer." Uh, I'm not a scene That's not your fault. That's not your fault. You're into I, I'm, I'm just in the business 64 years, and I've learned in 64 years how to act. <laughs> I like, love it. So, so do you like action movies? Do you more like dramas? Do you like, I mean, Great Gatsby is kind of like a drama. I like, I do like dramas. I'm, I'm a pretty dramatic person, so I like dramas. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. I'm dramatic, but I do like action films. Um, I pretty like much. I like everything except horror. I don't do horror. I can't watch horror. That's so funny. That's my favorite genre. And Ron's a, like the king of all the horror movies. Really? And, and I don't watch them. He doesn't watch them. He doesn't like watch them. them. I, I them wish I, I could watch. watch them, but I I can't bring myself to watch them. I just. Do you I like can't. the team, the teen like angst things? Like I'm, I'm like finishing the last season of Riverdale now. I love Riverdale. Do you like watch mm-hmm. anything like that or no? Um, I watched. I used to love the Vampire Diaries. That was oh, like, that was a good one too. That's that a good one. Show. I love the Vampire Diaries. I loved uh, Game of Thrones. I loved Game of Thrones. It was a little gory, but I got used to it. Uh, we had one of the key people who was on like a bunch of episodes of Game of Thrones on once. Oh really? Oh, oh but when they start knocking eyeballs out and blood and guts and chopping off hands. I can't, watch, off heads I can't watch it. I can't watch it. It was a you lot know? of blood. It was a lot of blood. I, I got used to it after like season three. I, no, would say. I, I want to watch it. I'm, I'm, I have to I'm watch it. I'm very nervous about a movie. Watch. I'm in a movie next week. I go to work. Okay. And I'm very nervous because the guy that's doing the film said, be prepared to be covered from head to toe in blood. That's kind of exciting, though. I want to be. Yeah, but you know what? I have to watch. I have to watch it. 
it's not pleasant seeing yourself being chopped up. With I can't gun. wait. I'm getting shot in the <laughs> face. Yeah, I'm getting shot in the face with a shotgun. I can't wait. Now that's, exci- now that's what that's exciting. That's awesome. I want to be stabbed or something in a movie. Or that, that would just be so cool. <laughs> I, I'm one of the actors that he talks about that reads lines. I suck, but I have a good time, and that's all I care about. Like, and I'm in a bunch of movies, and so I've been killed already in one before, but never really been killed where it's all bloody and gutty. Guts How was that? Like that was it fun to be? Oh killed? yeah, that's totally a blast. I like love it. I've never um, seen myself killed. Actually, I've been killed I've been, in two movies I, already. I was killed in one movie, The Big Friggin' Rat. But you don't see me getting killed. The rat kills me in the basement. Uh, you don't see it Be- only because of the um, amount of uh, acrobatics I would have had to do at my age. They wouldn't let me do it because of my age. Well, the rat picks you up, throws you in the air. My leg came off. I got hit the door, and there's wow. no way they're going to let somebody. I was 79 at the time. That's a lot. That's a lot. They, they said we were not going to let you do that. Mm-hmm. So you don't watch Riverdale? You got to watch Riverdale. I think you'd I like haven't it. It, but I want to. I want it's, to it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. I think you'll like it because it's like your age demographic. And mm-hmm. even though they're playing there in high school, but they're like your age and there's got like this good singer in it and stuff. I, I think you'd like it. How did you meet Jack? I met Jack through a mutual friend who lives in Ocean City because I'm in Ocean City right now, actually. We go back and forth from Ocean City to New York City. Right. Right. So, mm-hmm. Which Ocean City is in Maryland? New Jersey. No, it's actually it's like literally right next to Atlantic City. It's like a ten minute drive from Atlantic City. Okay. But, yeah, I've known Jack for a while now. He's a great guy though. It's not far from where Robin's house is. Okay. She's in Ocean City. Okay. You've been there. Um what was I gonna say now? Shit, I forgot. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'm go ahead. Say something important and I forgot <laughs> So let's tell everybody again, you guys. You can follow uh, Arrow on her Instagram. It's it's Amanda Rose O'Connor. So you're Irish? Are you Irish? Wait, what are you Irish, a little Irish, but you know what's funny? I'm half Puerto Rican, and no one believes me. Yeah, you don't. Oh, that's not true. I have two very wonderful friends who, who I grew up with, who are Puerto Rican, and she's a redhead with green eyes and white skin. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look anything Hispanic. Well, different types of people. My mom is a hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like love it. I love Puerto Rican people, by the way. My Me too. Life. They're so fun. I mean, the oh. Irish—they're okay. They're not as fun as I love their parties. I love their music. I love their spirit. Yeah. I, I think that New York Puerto Rican people are one of the finest people in New York City. The and old the best dancers, the best dancers. Yeah. Oh, we ha- I used to go to the party. I went out with a girl, Gloria Hermandez, mm-hmm. and uh, I used to go to all of her family's affairs and parties and. Oh my God! Like Italians, they love to eat, drink, and dance, and laugh, and chicka chicka chicka. Everything was. Exp- I love it. Love Puerto Rican people. Love them. Love them. They're a good time. Mm-hmm. So you guys again follow Amanda on Instagram. It's Amanda Rose O'Connor. Her music's going to be coming out, and you'll see it all over our social media when it does. So we'll let you know. Um, you're totally going to have to come up with like hats and and t-shirts and stuff because that arrow looks really. I know. Cool. I, I just actually made this today, and I was like, you know what? It looks kind of cool. I got to represent my name, you know. No, I think no, it looks I think fantastic. Fair, I think normally I would be normally I would be upset because I like our guests to come on looking glamorous because everybody thinks if you're in the business you should be glamorous. Uh, but I think you're adorable in it and cute. You got away with oh, it. If you, you if you didn't, I would have said to you, could you please remove your hat and show us your hair? <laughs> and I, I think we had a very famous English singing star on our show. I mean, I can't give her name, but she's the most. Ex- famous woman in the girl. And she came on with a hair piled on her head in a sweatshirt, looking like she washed the floor. No makeup. She looked like shit. 
And I said to her, I said, see how nice we're dressed? I said, how dare you come on our show dressed? I said, I said, unhook your hair, let it come down and put some makeup on, on the air. I told her this and she she didn't get offended. I said, you're trying to sell yourself. Nobody's going to care about you. If you look like some slob from next door. That's right. People expect their entertainers you know, to look Hollywood. like entertainers. When Jimmy and I go to a red carpet or a major event, we dress to the nine. I mean, I have rhinestone shoes, outrageous jackets. Jimmy and I go totally Hollywood. That's and the you whole know what? Wait a minute. When we walk the red carpet, all the people standing there watching who's going on the red carpet, they start screaming and applauding when Jimmy and I walk by and they say, oh, man, I love your shoes. Or I love your jacket. That's and we always get in Getty. And we're always in Getty. We're photos. always getting Getty because we're all dressed up. So and they give, don't take pictures of everybody. Let me give you a little tip. What you have on today is cute. But a girl of your age, there are so many glamorous, beautiful things you could do with yourself to make yourself sparkle. She has them. You should see her promo pictures. She's I don't know. smoking I see, I, hot. I, oh, I'm sure she's gorgeous. Did you see the picture that I was on the flyer that we did the, for her coming right. on the show? She's a beautiful girl. She could do anything with herself. Thank I mean, you. She doesn't need. I love fashion, though. I honestly do. I love the whole glamorous. No, no. Thing. But wait, if you go on a red carpet, you go like this. I'll trip you. Oh no, 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 no! This is just. I will not go on the red carpet. This is her. Like no. I'm, a, I'm chill, cool, chilling on a cool TV no, show outfit. Like no, no, no! You would, you would never catch me in this attire on the red carpet. I promise. I promise. You in a you're going to be on a red carpet with us because we're going to get right. you invited to some. And which... I want to see you in a gorgeous long gown with high heels. I and promise. A, and, I, I won't looking, you guys down. Looking like Hollywood 1950 when glamour was the thing that we sold. Everybody, Marilyn Monroe, my God, who sold I'll glamour? Marilyn, look, I love her style. She had a well, when you're on the carpet with us, come as Marilyn. And so, you know I, what? You'll get, uh, you'll get it in Getty photos. And watch, okay. watch gentlemen prefer blondes with Marilyn and, and his Russell. friend Jane Russell. And watch the original Gatsby. That came out with Robert, with Robert Redford. You will like love it. All right, you guys. So we gotta go. This is Arrow, you, so you guys. Much, we had a blast. You're fabulous. You're gorgeous. We can't Thank wait for your career to take off. Arrow, Arrow, you're adorable. I Thank you for having me, guys. I really, really appreciate it. I know you're gonna make I know you're gonna make it because you have personality, beauty, and smarts. So I'll see you on the red carpet. I'll see you guys there. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Bye, Chat room, thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. We had a great show. We want to thank Sadie Katz and Arrow for coming on the show, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye bye. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news that you will to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Oh.